0: episode 307 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. My name is Melissa Alice and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country
1: And my name is Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Darrawall Country and Mel, how are you?
0: I am good you you had a friend you are. Oh. At that Voldemort Park run that shall not be named.
1: We can say it this week. We, no, we it's
0: can't. What? All okay, no, we can say shall harm. Hang Shohana. on. Who, <laughs> uh, who authorised this uh, amnesty? That, that wasn't run by me or run by me. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure the office lady cleared it. Um, I saw it on a post it somewhere.
0: <laughs> With who? <laughs> wow. Wow, I was out of the loop on that.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Uh, okay. Oh, Concede, you can have your amnesty, tell us all about it.
1: Well, firstly, it has been a busy time and uh, a busy Park Run day was, was actually, funnily enough, funnily enough, nice balance to that. So, yes, we had we had a few visitors at Shell Harbour Park Run, um, I taken the opportunity after a bit of a late night the night before. I went to a, a 90s grunge cover band, Mel, so that Ooh. was that was good fun. Uh, and got up with a bit of meditation on Saturday morning, so trying to be as prepared as possible for the fun. I went and joined something called the sit, but needless to say, a nice morning meditation overlooking the farm beach at Killer Lee there at 6:30 was wonderful and meant that I was there nice and early for the arrival of all of our adventurers.
0: Can I interrupt? Yeah. Who were you meditating with? Uh,
1: Well, I suppose a bit of context. So the SIT is an organised, not-for-profit community event, much like a certain 5K or 2K community event that we're all familiar and quite passionate about. And uh, it is popping up in a number of locations. And only about a month ago it was set up with one such group at Killer Lee, and they've been every week at 6.30 in the morning inviting the community to come and join for just a little bit of guided meditation. And um, it's nice because, I mean, for me, Parkrun has always been a bit of a meditation experience, but some some weeks some weeks are quite busy, some weeks are quite frantic. So, yeah, it gives just that little bit of breathing time so that I'm well and truly ready for it.
0: Can we have a photo yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Made a photo of the um, of the meditation.
1: Yeah, and it was a modest group, about a dozen people, including our fill in course setter opera. Um, I'm campaigning for that to be the new volunteer name, by the way. <laughs> but the event, uh, the sit, I do believe they set up locations, the Manly Beach in Sydney. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's one in Melbourne as well. So I'll look it up and I'll, I'll share a bit more details another week. I think probably more the point, was the front. And excitingly, the birthday of one of our volunteers at Shell Harbour, one of our adventurers, the one and only Beck Bailey, who was joined in real life by two other Baileys for the first ever on-record real-life Baileys shot. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that alone was a highlight, seeing the Baileys reunited after so long uh, of not being able to spend time due to borders being closed and, of course, uh, Brett and Tanya in New Zealand over there at Pegasus Park Run. But to have them join and to have them join at Shell Harbour and have so many other adventurers was a true highlight. Um, so I was run director for the day. I was fortunate enough, of course, with the park walk, Month of celebration continuing. We had a brimming roster of two dozen volunteers plus Darwin. So, two dozen humans plus Darwin. <laughs> and a beautiful sunny day, which obviously we were very fortunate to have, knowing that so many other events and so many other locations were weather impacted. And I truly hope that everyone is doing okay. But for us, you yeah, know, we had north of 150 park runners. Uh, we had a drier course. And of course, we had all the other highlights that make a Park Run Day special, like blocks and blocks of caramilk. Mm. Um, <laughs> so fines paid um, well and truly. We had lots of Zoomies. I'm pretty sure I saw two-thirds of the Bailey's shot having a zoomie together. As I said, plenty of park hawkers, including some of our volunteerists. Uh, we had lots and lots and lots of cake. So thank you to everyone that brought cake. And, of course, Bailey's shots. With our cake. So it was quite good. As I mentioned, one of our volunteers, Beck, the birthday girl herself, performed the first time that's welcome and was well and truly supported, not just by all the visiting adventurers who I'm sure will get a bit of a mention when we talk about the Consolidated Club report, but other, let's call them pending adventurers <laughs> from mm-hmm. nearby park runs that make up Beck's wider friend network so a lot of celebration uh, it, it overflowed when we went down to the Georgia Rose Cafe down at the marina at Shell Cove here and yeah really just an uplifting experience
0: that's awesome and I was suffering a lot of FOMO really would have <laughs> Sorry, loved of, uh, be able to be there but I'm excited that uh, I can catch up with everybody next week yes yeah,
1: that'll be honest before we know it. And hopefully, hopefully that weather does improve. But Mel, we do look forward to having you a part of the fun too. Mm. Yeah, but let me just say once again, thank you to all of our adventurers, many of whom jumped into the volunteer ranks and gave us a hand. So it was, it was truly a treat and a privilege to have everyone at Shell Harbour. Oh,
0: wow. Make the most of it. Make the most of it. Next week, we're back to the finds.
1: I will. I will. Now, but Mel, um, I am excited because I do see where you got to Parkrun this weekend. I'm sure the circumstances were were a bit of a factor there. But that is very, very exciting. So would you like to share with us your parkrun experience?
0: I will. So since I last checked in, there has been widespread flooding along many of Victoria's Mm. riverways, which has greatly impacted Victorian parkruns. There were 35 cancellations last Saturday, with, I believe, the majority being due to inundation. We feel for all our parkrun communities in the flood-affected areas, and I hope that they are receiving all the help and support they need at this difficult time. As such, with Nolan's Park, one of the events cancelled due to flooding and many road closures around the state, I was happy to stay off the roads and have a week at home at Tallinn Creek. Although the course does follow the creek line, the Tooling Creek sits deep in a gully which protects the surrounding area from flood levels and other than a few puddles from the recent rain, the event offers a safe option for the surrounding parkrun communities whose home events have cancelled. I was happy to catch up with Peppertree Park Run ED Adrian Hillier and a small contingent from the Bacchus Marsh area as well as adventurer Mark Prowse who had made the trip all the way from Wallaby Track Park Run. Ugh. We had mild conditions on the morning reinforcing that I need to do away with the long sleeves for the season <laughs> and 102 parkrunners only the second time this year that the event has topped 100. And I did enjoy brunch at Cafe 35 afterwards with Adrian and Marg for the obligatory Park FAF. Now, Sunday morning saw more changes of plans with the cancellation of Ainsbury Juniors due to lack of volunteers. This was extra disappointing as I had visiting volunteers in Sonia and Peter Polman in Melbourne for a work conference who had applied and received the Victorian working with children checks in anticipation of their visit. But no harm, no foul. We just got up a little earlier to travel across town and visit Westerfold Juniors instead, where Peter assisted in the warm-up role and marshaled, while Sonia and I donned the blue vests to park walk with the effervescent Riley, who was also filling the junior park run role. As an aside, juniors can only park walk if accompanied by an adult in the same role who is a validated volunteer. Mm. After juniors, I played tour guide for P1 and P2 on the Westerfolds 5K course before another brunch at Carlucci's in Timplestow, where salmon, benny and waffles were the breakfast of choice. Sadly, no baps or sausages for me. (laughs) This week's tourist tip is stay off the roads during extreme weather events and never, never drive through floodwaters. This has been a public service announcement.
1: And a very wise one. No, thank you, Mel. Um, I'm very glad that yourself and your guests were able to make the most of any opportunities, as it does sound like it has been a really trying time down there.
0: There's water everywhere Ollie and yeah. so many people have been impacted there would be many of our adventurer community affected I don't actually know how and Park Run managed to go ahead on Saturday I do believe they did go ahead but in is one of the areas that is very impacted with the floods so uh, and no doubt Victoria will be impacted in many more weeks to come.
1: Oh, uh, well, well, we'll be watching and hoping for some good news there. But, Mel, we did get some feedback from last week's episode, so before we get on to the news and discussion and our feature interview or roving interview for this episode... Would you like to share some of the feedback?
0: Well, yes, Chantelle got back to us with the reason that Abby had been upset with Tock. Now we mentioned this last week, Ollie, because we couldn't remember. Neither could Toc, or Abby, or Abby's mum. <laughs> and Chantel updated us and said that it referred to when Inverloch beat Windenvale on the knot parkrun leaderboard uh-huh. and as soon as chantel said it i thought of course of course that's exactly what it was so thank you chantel thank you for remembering and sending us that feedback
1: yeah there's an uh, unusually competitive <laughs> streak that I, I haven't really noticed in many Victorians going on. No, I jest. <laughs> yes. You're so cheeky. Other feedback. Uh, Helen Rutter and Jeff Glubb especially enjoyed last week's roving reports. And, and look, thank you. Here, here. Uh, they were wonderful. We we're very fortunate to have such a I guess, a a wealth of of different Channel 5 News crew and roving reporters contribute to the pod.
0: Absolutely. And we heard from Val Warwick, who loved Cam's interview with Connor over at Applecross because she knows his mum. And also Heather Hunter particularly enjoyed the Mm. milestone shirt interviews that Cam did as well. And Heather also thanked us for her OB.
1: You're welcome, Heather. Well (laughs) and truly earned. And on topic for this week, Jen and Stephen from the Mount Panorama Punish popped in to reassure us that the floodwaters had receded in time for Saturday's event, which is good news and hopefully that stays the same obviously for more than just our own selfish interests, but Mm -hmm. thank you, team. We know you are very, very busy right now and we look forward to giving you uh, a bit of support, hopefully, and seeing you. And Mel, I've got a late entry to the feedback from last episode as well. I see Mm, that. mm.
0: News to me. What's going on?
1: So this wasn't on social media, but someone did have a word to me at Parkrun on Saturday morning, uh, with a bit of feedback to remind me that whilst I did give some credit and thanks to a happy birthday song that I got at Shell Hubbard Parkrun last week, as Brendan Scholarly grabbed the microphone, it was in fact M Scholarly that led the singing. And it, was, it would be remiss of me not to thank M because she's always the first one to lend any support and to lead a song. So uh, thank you, M, and you have my formal apology for not calling you out in last week's episode.
0: Jeez, Ollie, one job.
1: One job, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, good on you, M. Keep him yep. to account. But, yes. Ollie, there's big news this week and the office lady has published our photo album. And yes. would you like to tell the listeners what our exciting news is?
1: Yeah, there's lots of photos of Shell Harbour. No. no. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Our exciting news, our very exciting news. Look, we've been looking forward to sharing this for a little while now, but thanks to some wonderful creativity from a fabulous support crew, we've got a new logo.
0: We do. So very much thanks to Julian. Son of the office lady, our new logo is being revealed in the Monday night photo album. So we hope you like it. We feel it's very representative of Ollie and I.
1: That's right. And I think it's a lot of fun without getting into the uh, specifics of of what's on the logo. Go and check it out for yourself. But I think it's representative of one of the things that many of our adventure community enjoys, which is flying around and enjoying the experience of parkrun adventuring
0: absolutely
1: but that's probably it from the feedback side of things and the news side of things unless there's anything else so mel i think it's time to catch up with our feature interview our roving interview this week which comes to us from Lyndall who in fact popped into mansfield in queensland parkrun Last week, and recorded this fabulous roving report. So let's have a listen now.
2: G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Lyndall. Today, I am at Mansfield, Queensland Parkrun um, on the lands of the Turrubal and Yagara people, and it's Cops and Robbers Day. I'm dressed in my best burglar black. And I tell you what, there's lots of cops here. I'm a bit worried I might get arrested. Look, there's a lot happening here. It is a big community day as part of Mansfield Queensland Park Run's calendar. It's run in conjunction with the Queensland Police um, and is also a fundraiser for Blue Hope Charity. So I'm going to see if I can find out a little bit more about all of these things, um, the origins of why Cops and Robbers is such a big part of mansfield queensland park run. i will do some investigation um, stealthily of course because i am a robber i don't want to get caught and um i'll be back with you after the run Alrighty. Now, I have found Senior Sergeant Michael Moria. He's the officer in charge, so he sounds really important. And I'm dressed as a robber, so this is probably not a great idea. But anyway, Michael, um, thanks for talking to me on the Parkrun Adventurers. Can you tell me a little bit about Cops and Robbers Day at Mansfield Queensland Parkrun?
3: It first started in Britain, and I saw the idea and thought, why not have a crack? Let's do it in Australia. And I think it possibly was the first one that we did in Australia for, you know, Australia-wide. It started off, we had 100 or so and then over the years it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and absolutely love it a lot of work but gee it's worth it if you can see the amount of people that are here and are expected to come yeah 100% worth it excellent
2: so there's lots of things happening here you've got a police beat van there's a recruiting tent there's a couple of recruits cooking a sausage sizzle Um, what's it all about Um,
3: Okay, love a parkrun. Love it myself. Um, And I try and drag, recruit, if you will, funnily I should mention that name, uh, recruit as many (laughs) police as I can to parkrun. We've mixed uh, mixed sort of um, levels of success. Uh, Over the years, again, I've dragged more and more in, which is really good, but it's a great opportunity for the public to get in with the police, ask us whatever questions they want. Nothing is off limits. um, Have a look at the equipment we've got. It also shows uh, the public our our capabilities, our resources. Um, so just great day for everyone to interact together and it involves parkrun, so even better.
2: Even better, parkrun, community spirit. Yep. Finding curiosity, finding out more about something you don't know about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, so you're a parkrunner. Yep. What's your parkrun history? Are you an adventurer?
3: Uh, that's an interesting story. So ran as a as a teenager, wasn't an, like a supreme athlete or anything, kind of lost running in my 20s, like everyone else, picked it up later on in life. Got dragged to this thing called parkrun in Rockhampton by my wife uh, and uh and, and sister. Was really, really embarrassed about how poorly I did. Uh, so, funny enough, I think that was 2017. Came home from Rockhampton, uh, found my local park run, joined in amazed by all these people that were there, these athletes in this community, and then eventually wanted to get my time down and down and got hooked like a lot of other parkrunners, so addicted to it.
2: Yes. And have you done much adventuring to other parkruns? Do you normally parkrun here?
3: So this is probably my most common. Um, Wishart's my other um, common and uh, I've got the little book like a lot of others with the alphabet in there and I'm trying to tick off yeah. a lot of the alphabet. I've been to Parkrun in Singapore. Um, I've done Parkrun in Munich. Um, and then uh, a couple of Parkruns around Brisbane and Canberra and Sydney as well. So
2: Fantastic. So you're an adventurer in the making. Parkrun tourist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you for talking to me today. Um, no problem Is there anything that you would like... Um, the listeners of this podcast to know yep. about your local parkrun or yep. a, a funny story about an adventure that you've had what wouldn't you want to know beautiful parkland along the blimber creek
3: love it absolutely love it um, just uh no if i can say a, a few words just be nice to your local police it is a hard job please look after them um, it is a hard job that we do have to go through uh, and also if you're not really into parkrun if you're listening for the first time get out and go to a park run. Yeah. And can I just mention also, you mentioned a funny story. Um, I actually helped um, set up the first prison park run in Australia with the women's oh. Correction facility over at Waco. Yeah, yeah fantastic. So, that
2: go. was good on you. So, so I, you I did
3: a park run in the women's prison, yeah. Oh, yeah. So 20 laps, I think it was, yeah. of, their, of their oval, of so the oval. yeah.
2: Fantastic, well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for your contribution to Parkrun. And that's a really great element of Parkrun, isn't it? Just making it so inclusive to all communities. You yep. And thank you for your service as a police officer. No problem. Alright, <laughs> all thank you. Thanks. So Mansfield Parkrun Queensland is an out and back, and an out and back. So I'm just heading back past the start finish area and I thought I would capture a little bit of the police pipers that have come along today. Okay, we've just done the final turnaround. I've caught up with a Daniel. police person, his name is... Daniel. Now, thank you for talking to me. All right. You've been saying, we were just saying, you don't normally do park run, but you've come to Cops and Robbers Day.
4: Yeah, truth be told, I, uh, I was semi-dragged into it <laughs> by my sergeant, yes. Um but I'm glad I turned up, it's been a great event.
2: What's, what have you liked about it?
4: Oh, I just, I didn't know how big it was actually going to be. Yeah. I just thought it was a, a great atmosphere, the <laughs> weather's beautiful. What more of an excuse do you need to come out and get a bit of fitness done. So, when you can do it in a big group, it's always nicer, I reckon.
2: For sure. And Park Run's a pretty happy place to run or walk.
4: Yeah, it gives time. (laughs) You you can debrief to yourself, think about stuff during the week or what's upcoming. Yeah. Yeah, perfect time to have a think and, I don't know, clear some stuff up if you've got stuff going on inside. So, yeah, anyone who's, you know, thinking about trying to clear their head, Park Run's definitely the way to go, I reckon.
2: Yeah. All right. Now, you are running slash walking today in your full uniform what's that like
4: oh it's very heavy
2: <laughs>
4: yeah i don't know you just run where you can walk where you can it's kind of a i don't know a small sacrifice that you pay when you think about other people that are going through you know mental health problems and yep. you know all that sort of stuff yep. so i kind of just think it's a small price to pay for what they're going through yep.
2: and you'd see a lot of that in your line of work
4: yeah every day
2: yeah.
4: every day is different yep. every day you come across people with different uh, different problems and experiences and
2: yeah.
4: some days are harder than others, but yeah, yeah I, don't know, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a rewarding job as well at the same time, yeah. you know, the people that you can help and whatnot, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure, and have you been a police officer for, for very long?
4: I uh, started my third year in May this year, Yeah. so two and a half years all up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great, great two and a half years so far, plenty more to learn.
2: Plenty more? Plenty more to see, yeah. Yeah, alright. Well, is there anything else that you'd like the listeners of the parkrun adventurers podcast to know about the life of a police person or the experience you've had to hear today at parkrun
4: oh if you can get out and do these more often by all means go for it (laughs) i think if you i don't know if something you think about we're police officers are all people at the end of the day as well we're just people that put the uniform on so come say hello we're we're all friendly all love a chat yeah (laughs) so yeah no we appreciate uh, the support from you guys thank you so much
2: no worries thank you so much for your service uh, many more years ahead of you, Daniel, I'm sure. And um, thank you for having a chat to me today no. on the Park One Adventurers. No worries. Thank you very much. <laughs> All righty, Park One Adventurers. Today's run director is Neville. I've got him here. Um, he's not dressed up as a cop or a robber, but he's had uh, other things to do today. <laughs> <laughs> How did today go? Uh,
5: today has gone very well. It uh, looks like there is probably around 300 people here. Our normal park run size is uh, around the 120-130 mark. So this is our biggest event of the year. Um, It's organised as cops and robbers so that uh, people get to race against the cops. Yes. And it's been promoted that way for quite a few years.
2: (laughs) And there are quite a few policemen and women out on the course today, some in full uniform, um, some just in their training gear or whatever. So police come from all over the place to be part of this,
5: is that right? That is correct. It's promoted in a police force so that police get to feel what running 5K chasing someone is like. (laughs) And there is a prize for the first civilian back and there was a prize today for the first cop back. So it is promoted for police to get out there, have a go and, and run 5K. Um, some of them will run with full kit, yeah. and there's quite a few that all just run in their in, in their uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's promoted uh, that that event is promoted through the police and through Park Run here to actually be a full-on cops and robbers chase. <laughs> so it's quite quite a fun day. Everyone gets excited about it every year. Yeah,
2: and look, it was really fun. There was lots of funny remarks and you know some of the robbers were paying off the cops on the course with their fake money and jewels, it was very very fun yeah, (laughs) and there's a bit of there's stuff around isn't there as well, so the police have really come out in force, did you see what I did there, come out in force (laughs) I'm not as funny as I think I am am I (laughs) but they're all here, there's the police beat there's uh, you know police cars here, as you say the cops are running in their full kit um, so it's really about getting to know, you know, the community getting to know the police and the police getting to know the community as much as anything,
5: yeah? Yeah, that's correct. We, uh, it's a good way for bringing the community out and it's also a good way to connect the community to the police. Um, they've got all their stands here to be able to ask police questions. There's lots of information. Uh, people can talk to them about their issues, etc. Uh, we've also got the local council member here with his stand, uh, and uh, the state member is here as well. Uh, they've been great support to the park run over the years and have uh, put a lot into keeping us going and supporting us behind the scenes.
2: That's terrific, it's so excellent. Now, Mansfield Queensland Park Run has been going for quite a few years now. Um, how long have you been involved here, Neville?
5: I'm one of the founding run directors. So, yep. uh, what? Uh, how Mansfield got started is uh, most of us that were the, that were involved here were at Wishart, and we wanted to start a park run in this park. So, uh, we come from Wishart over to here. We started in um, July 2017. That was our first park run. Yeah.
2: And I can see why you wanted to come and start a park run here. It's a beautiful park, isn't
5: it? Yeah, it's a very good park. It's great for running because you've got the creek going through the middle of it and you've got good tree coverage as well.
2: Yeah, And a couple of hills to keep people honest.
5: Yeah, the hill out the back keeps everyone (laughs) honest. There's a little dipper before you get to it and you come up out of that and think, gee, that was steep, and then you turn the corner and there's this nice long hill.
2: But it's just as fun coming down. Like this is the thing. You have to you might have to get up the hill, but it's nice coming down.
5: Yeah, that's it, it's all downhill <laughs> to the finish line.
2: Well yeah. <laughs> done, All right. Now, founding run director yourself, do you do much running and do you do much touristing to other park runs?
5: I've been to twenty different park runs. Yeah, well done. Um, you won't see that on my profile because I forgot to take my barcode, didn't I? <laughs> The oh run director forgets to take a barcode to a park run launch on someone else's park <laughs> yeah. run. So, so, yep, no tickets
2: for that one. Oh, well, we've all done it. We've all done it. There's plenty of stories about people running back to their hotel when they've been touristing and asking the reception to print it out madly. We've all done it, Neville.
5: Yep, yeah, I, I think everyone's done it at some time. And if you haven't done it, then you're probably going to do it sometime.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, Okay, and do you have any other stories? Do you have any favourite park runs, not including, I'm going to say Wishart and Mansfield? Is there any other highlights for you? Uh, yeah, there's a, used to do a park run at
5: Bunyaville. Yeah. So I've done a lot of running with the Bunyaville guys out there and have been to their park run quite a bit and Kiwana Waters.
2: I knew I liked you. Bunyaville's my home park run. <laughs> there you go. And Kawana's beautiful too,
5: isn't yep. it? Yep, yep. Kiwan is quite nice. You get up there around the lighthouse and overlooking the ocean. Occasionally you can see a whale.
2: Mm. It's one of the best views in Parkrun, isn't it?
5: It it is a good view.
2: Yeah. All right. Is there anything else that you would like the Parkrun adventurers to know about Mansfield, Queensland, Parkrun, Cops and Robbers Day, any of other Neville's adventures?
5: (laughs) Yeah, um, <laughs> Parkrun is all about having good fun It doesn't matter how fast you are Or how slow you are yeah. I've had to walk a few parkruns When I've had injuries yep. And on <laughs> others I've you know, gone as fast as I can yep. um, After starting parkrun I ended up getting more involved In the running community And I've, I've now done around about 10 marathons A wow. heap of half marathons Some of them trail runs yeah. um, and so, yeah, Parkrun is a great place to, to start hanging out with friends and get involved in the community.
2: Fantastic. Well done. Thank you for sharing your story with me today, Neville. It's been wonderful. And thank you for everything that you do for Mansfield Queensland Parkrun and your contribution to Parkrun in South Brisbane. Uh, thank you. All righty, guys, that's it from me, I think. Um, just before I go, a couple of quick shout-outs. Firstly, Daniel... He was wearing full kit. His full kit included shoes that were not really built for running. So he might be a bit sore tomorrow. I hope the recovery is not too bad. Um, And another shout out to friend of the podcast, Erica, um, and her mate, Ryan. Now, they won best dressed because between them, they carried a TV set for the whole length of park run. They ran like they stole it um, and well-deserved best dress there. Uh, remember that Cops and Robbers Day is all about introducing the police force to the community. Um, They're people too, they do their job because they love it and they do it to serve the community. So be nice to the cops um, and all service people who work in your community. Alrighty, this is Lyndall signing out now for the Channel 5 News crew on the Parkrun Adventurers.
0: And wonderful to hear from Lyndall from the previous week out at Mansfield Queensland Park Run for the Cops and Robbers, which was held, Ollie, in conjunction with Queensland Police. Lyndall, I need to come next year. We need to diarise this because I want in on the Cops and Robbers fun. And how good were the police pipers? I love myself some bagpipes, Ollie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. I always have really fond memories of hearing bagpipes when I was little and, uh, I'd be in it just for the bagpipes, for sure.
0: Yeah, they were playing Amazing Grace. We also heard from Daniel, who it was his first time for Park Run and Cops and Robbers <laughs> Day, and uh, he says that it's a great way to clear your head after a big week. So, yeah, yes. I, I think there's a few servicemen that would agree with you there, Daniel. And he was walking in his uniform. Yeah. So, well done, you.
1: Nice way to connect, for everyone to connect, and I 100% agree with that clearing the head comment. So thank you so much, Lindell, for bringing that to us.
0: Yes, yes, Ollie. Uh, but mail, so the inbox. Mm. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. No emails and no roving reports. The inbox was empty this week. That's right. So keeping it pretty
1: simple this week. However, however, someone who was fully invested this week was Dazza. Who said... Are you more of a law-abiding citizen, or do you have the potential to be a criminal? Would you look as good as Dazza in prison garb? Come on in, tell us your best cops and robbers stories and all your park run and park faff fun from today. And <laughs> now now that I've managed to get my tongue around that, for some reason there. that was a bit a bit difficult, Callum Burrell popped in and said, Dazza dressed as a barcode. Well, I never. <laughs>
0: like a bit of a barcode doesn't he
1: he does he does
0: yeah, that was his uh costume from uh the not park Room days at ellis palace when we had a
1: that's right a
0: jailbird theme <laughs> yeah anyway ollie we also heard from claire stutchbury touristing this week back to adventuring after a two-week hiatus for an ocean swim and my bridal shower, a sneaky hop across the border to Kingscliff Park Run. And we had a lovely photo from Claire looking down the path to a very appealing beach. And
1: over in New Zealand, Alison King said, My son committed the criminal offence of playing with the finished tokens
0: <laughs> and dropping
1: them all. <laughs> Thankfully, they were put back in order before the first runners came through. Meanwhile, I parkwalked. We enjoyed a visit to the cafe afterwards and then stopped in at Julian's Berry Farm on our way home. It's now open for summer and would have been a crime not to. Boysenberry ice cream for us both. And Alison's photo evidenced herself and Axel with some very appetizing looking boysenberry ice creams. So all's well that ends well. Oh, Got dear. off with the warning.
0: <laughs> Axel following in Abby's footsteps there with the dropping of the tokens. Yes. How did I get this next one, Ollie? I think I've been stitched up here. <laughs> with the most likes, we heard from our very own Beck Bailey, Daza. It's my birthday and we paid off the office lady with some chocolate. So she harbour, she harbour, she harbour. I had the best morning down at the local with a lovely park run front full of the most amazing friends and welcoming some first timers and a bunch of visitors. I ran with my dad as he experienced the most beautiful course in Greater Sydney. Mum and Sam finally got to meet and they enjoyed a park walk together. Afterwards we celebrated with Bailey shots, cupcakes and brunch down at the marina. It was the best day can't wait for Bathurst next weekend. And Beck shared a photo of the Bailey shot, a real life Bailey shot and ah. Uh, and a Shell Harbour selfie frame. <laughs> well, thankfully, uh, with the amnesty, I won't get uh, fined for any of those uh, indiscretions. That's
1: right. Got to help you enjoy it. We also heard from Jason Green, who was at home and said it would have been a criminal offence by not being out and enjoying the beautiful morning at Shell Harbour Park Run. And Jason shared a lovely morning light shot across the grass to the water with the caution sign in the foreground uh, and no- noting in our caution sign at Shell Harbour Park Run is all caps.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, touristing, this week we heard from Gemma Kayaski, who said we thoroughly enjoyed Park Run adventuring at Mount Isa Park Run this morning. Neil volunteered on finish tokens, joining the friendliest team of volleys. Afterwards, we shared a delightful breakfast at Bambino Espresso Espresso, expresso, it's espresso, isn't it? Aptly described as a slice of heaven in the outback, where we fraternised with this young detective, a member of the local constabulary. Mm. Wow, all the tongue twisters. Our 21-hour train journey on the Islander, Inlander, the Inlander, from Townsville to Mount Isa, especially for parkrun, was well worth the adventure. Oh my goodness, Gemma. Kudos to you and Neil. And thank you for sharing the photo of both of yourselves with the selfie frame plus inside the cafe. Now, we did share the photo of Gemma and Neil in the Consolidated Club report on Sunday.
1: That's right. And I love that, that train journey. Wow. Um, in fact,
0: there's
1: a bit of a, a, a a link with the next Dazza's post, which has a bit of a train, think, uh, train theme as well. Chris Fraser, who was touristing, said, when I was a little boy, I needed a matchbox car from Woolworths that my mum decided was not essential. So I pocketed it. When um. I was found out, my mum marched me down to the manager's office. I was sure I was going to HM Prison. But I paid my dues by creating a new volley roll. I was stray dog herding as two large non-bark runners were harassing everyone, so I evicted them. I went on an adventure. I caught the XPT down to Queanbeyan to run at Jerobombara. What an awesome run. It reminds me of Purirua in New Zealand, but different. Out and back trail course, all the way uphill, all the way back downhill, some good views on the way. And Chris shared a nice photo looking up the path in the bush there with a few park runners up in front.
0: We also heard from Johan over in South Africa. He said, today we were freely running the track at Brandkop. Park run in south africa i recalled a photo of carly that expressed the despair of incarceration during the initial hard lockdown when we were not even allowed to walk the dogs i'm oh. so thankful that we can largely live our lives again and there was a photo of carly looking longingly under the fence
1: yes yes very cute and we are very fortunate to be back Able to enjoy all of that again, Mm -hmm. and Carly in particular. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs)
1: Johan. Now in the UK, Graham Wilkinson popped in and said, hi, Dazza. I was the cop today for sure. I caught wind and rain <laughs> at West Links Parkrun, and also managed to chase down sixth position for a bingo number. Like all good cops, I finished off the morning with a coffee and donuts.
0: We also heard from Cass Castleton, who had an achievement. Cass said, went to Tidworth Parkrun today to help a fellow parkrunner celebrate her cow. And to top it off, she finished in 100th position. And we had a photo there with this celebratory group.
1: Well done. Well done. Nice way to finish it there. And Peter Polman, who was touristing as we heard, and said, I am no criminal and nobody can make me repent my crimes. <laughs> you can't see my fingers doing the symbol there. Uh, thank you to today's host and tour guide, Melissa Ellis, and co-conspiratory... Sonia Pullman. And there was a photo shared with Peter with a backwards junior flag and, well, <laughs> someone obscured there.
0: He's very cheeky, that Peter Pullman.
1: He is indeed. He is indeed. <laughs> um, I, I'm very impressed that the backwards flag made an appearance during this visit, Mel. Um, another thing that did impress me and that wasn't necessarily in the flagged posts, but Uh, Apologies for not reading out, but you're going uh, off script. I am, I am. For anyone that hasn't (laughs) checked out the album or Dazza's Val, that outfit looks spectacular.
0: Oh, who did it better?
1: (laughs) Val went and found the scan uh, of the slide her mother took on the last day of school um, before the leaving certificate, and uh, found a bit of a, a resemblance there between her and Dazza. So. Hmm. We'll leave it to the listeners to decide who wore it better.
0: That's fabulous. Yes. Thanks for contributing that, Valba Ollie. It's OB award winner time. And as always, you have an envelope you need to divulge. Yes. Especially a color of an envelope on theme for the week. Plus. Uh, the opening. <laughs> now, last week it seemed a snip. Have you got scissors there? Are you cutting <laughs> open envelopes these days? It sounds like you were.
1: Sometimes I need a bit of a help, helping hand to get it open there. Um, mm. But rest assured I have an envelope here that does not need snipping and appropriately this week it's caramel coloured.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just drew that conclusion.
1: So <laughs> the O.B. this week goes to... bailey
0: congratulations to beck it was lovely to see the baileys reunited from across the dutch we were very happy and especially on the occasion of beck's birthday after three years of not seeing her parents the Adventure community was all warm and fuzzy seeing that occurrence
1: that's right Beck essentially is our is our on behalf of uh, all of the the people that had good reason to get together and I'm naturally quite biased but it was a wonderful morning and again really appreciate everyone popping in to celebrate but
0: um... Considering we have no stats, we have no informant, there's no stats, um, there wasn't really much to draw out mm. of Daz's either. There wasn't many people posting achievements. So I really didn't have anything to report on. Sad to say. Uh,
1: look, I, I am confident that our community will find a number of achievements in the near future. So that's all right. Hit them coming. We'll celebrate them when we spot them. And if anyone does have any other stats to point out, by all means, let us know.
0: The only thing I wanted to bring up, Ollie, is Shell Harbour really included in Greater Sydney? No, but yes. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not going against the birthday girl, so I have to say yes. (laughs) But no, it's not. Um, Okay. Yeah, Shell Shell Harbour, I I suppose we could call it outer Greater Sydney.
2: Oh, my Um, goodness.
1: So, I don't feel the wrath of the Dolls Point Park runners in particular uh, for that. Also, Beck doesn't. Yeah.
0: So, if we go back to lockdown and uh, rings of steel, like uh, I know there's yeah, been course. a bit of discussion yeah. this week about the. that's right in melbourne that may constitute greater melbourne and Mm. how many do we have and what would be the boundary well hello i don't think there's any greater boundary than that ring of steel that occurred during (laughs) lockdown so if you apply the same thing to sydney would shell harbour fall within or without those boundaries
1: well can i answer that in my own way too uh yeah, yo. Uh, yo. Uh, no, but yes, but no. Oh, So, there was a time where Shell Harbour was part of the Greater Sydney lockdown, but there was also a time where, in fact, the Windang Bridge, the beautiful Windang Bridge, was the boundary, and Shell Harbour escaped some of the other restrictions. So depends on what time. And the, and the other no is, of course, the more reliable definition, the definition of the Rayfarer Club, uh, with the spreadsheet maintained by uh, one Chris Fraser that I've looked up, does not include Wollongong or Shell Harbour in Greater Sydney. Okay. So, look, if we have to go to the Rayfarer Club for advice, then the answer is no. Oh,
0: okay. Mm. Well, there you go. And,
1: and I haven't cross-checked that with, uh, obviously, our other glorious uh, adventuring spreadsheet, but I will do that. But I am also quite confident. Right. Now that I've complicated that.
0: <laughs> Let's move along to the Adventurers Consolidated Club Report. Happy with that? Very. Okay. So on Saturday, the 15th of October, 2022, of a total of 317 members, 244 took part at 126 locations. The largest front was 15 at Shell Harbour. We had housemate Lance, Richard and Sally, Sam and Luke, the full Bailey shot, Jason Green, Julie Turner, Galen Cooper, Ingrid and Jasmine, Louise Clements, and Patty Oshimo. Uh, No mention of Gordon Turner, Ollie, or Glenn?
1: I believe they were at other locations. North? North. Northwest.
0: Okay. Mm. So, also, we had a front of 10. Down in the great estate at Westerfolds, we had Thomas Martin, Craig and Beck Ryan, Scotty Trickett, Sally Hippleston, Bram Cassidy, Andrea Booth, Dan O'Connell, and Irene and Path Bomber Canty. We also had nine over at the ponds.
1: Wow! So some big turnouts, some very big turnouts, and I'm pretty sure I heard of at least one PB floating in there. So congratulations on the PB there. But well done, everyone. On the Vron side of things, Mel, I did my best because, hey, I thought I had a reasonable chance. I've counted 10, but I've missed things before. So uh, I do believe it may have been at Shell Harbour, but juniors does often have the largest frond. However, on the, under the assumption we did have Beck and Tania Bailey. We had Sam, Julie, Michael, Richard, Karen, myself, Brendan and M.
0: Excellent and considering that Ainsbury wasn't running I'm pretty sure that you would have taken the honours this week.
1: However how do we look across the states?
0: I'm glad you asked Ollie. So locally despite the flooding the greatest state Victoria topped the charts with 28 events with New South Wales a close second. On 23, Queensland was down this week on 22, and South Australia dropped to nine. West Australia had seven, the ACT six, Tassie three, and the Northern Territory had. Across the ditch, adventurers represented at six events in total, with Queenstown the only representative on the South Island. Well, wow. Relatively
1: busy. Uh, well done to your resilient bunch in Victoria <laughs> and to the other states impacted as well, and uh, to everyone across the states, territories, and our friends across the Dutch. Um, wow, that's um, that's a lot we've had to reflect on, and uh, I appreciate your patience with uh, the repeated mentions. Um, but how, how are we looking forward, Mel? What's coming up on the horizon?
0: Well, looking forward, Ollie, I would like to jump ahead a couple of weeks and say that Tool and Creek is expecting event 333, for Nelson Challenge on the 29th of October. Now, I mention this because Tool and Creek will be hosting the one and only Eman, Christine and Juno in town to experience our fast and flood-safe course. <laughs> I also plan to be there and I do believe the Bomber will be in attendance too. So if you want to be where it's all happening, come along to Tool and Creek that week for 333.
1: That sounds like a plan. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully it's a good turnout and hopefully a nice, sunny, dry one. For those with an eagle eye on Facebook, you might have noticed, and um, particularly those keeping an eye on our Park Run listener meetup Facebook event pages, there are some events popping up. So we will now start to see some of the locations and some of the plans for our Fritos, our Freedom Runs and Walks. And the events for Palm 2023 weekend. So, if you haven't already, please jump on there. If you're not on Facebook, feel free to send us an email and we can give you a few details. But as the planning and the wonderful planning team advance towards Palm 2023, we'll certainly be calling out for people to give a bit of an indication as we get much, much closer, of course. Uh, and we look forward to seeing many of you there
0: definitely there's lots of chat about when people are intending to arrive where they are going to be staying over in wa and what events they intend to do there's a lot of interest in going to see some quokkas
1: yes there certainly is so i haven't booked flights yet Naturally, I will be, but uh, I might have to see the Quokka plans, yes.
0: Mm. But, Ollie, there is an announcement Mm. that we need to make about next week. Next week's pod, Ollie, is going to be a little bit
1: different. That's right. Same, same, but different, you could say.
0: And we are going to take a break. Ollie, you didn't have much choice in this, (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, But uh, I am going to have a week off, which means that I won't be editing next week. So we are bringing in some guest hosts.
1: That's right. Are we going to say who the guest hosts are? Can we? Can we reveal that information? I think we should. Because, okay.
0: you know, going the teaser doesn't always play yeah, out well. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Best that people have that anticipation of who they're going to hear.
1: That's right. The people want to know.
0: And I think they're going to be pleasantly surprised.
1: That's right. That's right. So the kids are taking a break.
0: Yeah. We're handing back the keys.
1: We're handing back the keys. Uh, Mum and Dad are back.
0: They are. They <laughs> are. I'm so excited to be able to sit back and listen. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> That's right. And, hey, look, if you haven't, maybe if you haven't been listening to the podcast for quite that long, you don't get the references there. When Mel and I did take over the Park Adventures Adventurers podcast, we were handed the keys, we were entrusted the keys to the podcast from the wonderful uh, inaugural co-hosts, Mel and Scotty. And you'll have Mel and Scotty next week. Surprise! That's right, and one of those reasons, Mel, is where are you going next park run day?
0: We are going to... Bathurst
1: that's right we
0: are going to be away for the weekend enjoying hopefully the very dry conditions at Bathurst Park Run and the Panorama Punish camping hopefully in <laughs> muddy conditions so yes yeah, Scott and Mel have very kindly agreed to come back for a special recording take the reins entertain you all and give us a week off. We're very grateful. That's
1: right. I do look forward to listening. And, yes, I I really do look forward to The Punish. I look forward to Bathurst weekend. I look forward to volunteering at Bathurst Park Run and seeing many of our adventurers out there, including yourself.
0: Yeah, it'll be great to catch up Mm. again, Um, get to see the Baileys and be a part of the front. So much fun. And thank you to Jen and Stephen again for putting on the event, welcoming the adventurers so warmly. Yes. I do believe we have quite a large contingent of adventurers. Oh, I wonder if we'll take out the biggest group, Ollie.
1: We'll see. We'll give it a red hot go. Mm. We will. But, Mel... I think that's it.
0: Yeah, let's wrap it up.
1: I'll make sure I've got the keys handy. I'll hand it over on the way out. Uh, I've cleaned up the post-its a little bit. And everyone, as always, you can contact us or or Mel and Scotty, uh, of course, (laughs) via Facebook or our email, which is also theirs, at ParkrunAdventurers at gmail.com. Oh, dear. Dot cop. That's on theme. Uh, (laughs) ParkrunAdventurers at gmail.com dear me that is it for another week uh that's it for two weeks for us enjoy mel and scotty next week and we will see you well we'll see you out there for more adventures
2: want to enjoy the race. But people want to know where you are. And where's the intern? I really can't say. It. I've got to go. Just don't say anything. I've got to go. But what will I say to Mel and Ollie? Nothing. Well, that was weird.